and you're going too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway You can rely on the old man's money You can rely on the old man's money It's a bitch girl, but it's gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway Say money, money won't get you too far, get you too far We're back, Colin Snokes. Back for I don't know how long. We might get uh, Will on at some point. He's kind of a. Uh... Do you know where he is exactly, Matt? He's somewhere in Utah. He's at okay. a um uh, uh, a field camp for archaeology the excavation. That's those are the words. Yeah, he's he's either having a no internet signal or he's fighting off a bear. So one of yeah, the, one of those or two. being eaten by a bear, depending on how it's going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's funny because like growing up in Montana, like Chris and I will definitely know like a an inordinate amount of people who have been attacked by bears, uh, and. And mountain lions. I mean, they they don't discriminate. I don't know anybody who's been attacked by a wolf, but plenty of bears and mountain lions. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Star Wars is is cool. It's, it's cool. Uh, yeah, I like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a new Star Wars. Is that new? Pretty Star cool. I liked it. Just the one, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's almost like it's almost like we just have like Clone Wars season eight now. Basically, it's kind of cool. It's you know, it's a little more yeah focused than than Clone Wars, but it's like it's literally I don't know. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool that it's just kind of still going. I uh. I see. I'll say this. I didn't. I didn't look at like a whole lot of like the lead up to this. So I. I actually had no idea where meaning, they were gonna position it. Like meaning, like what, like the trailer or what? Yeah, I didn't really like watch any of the trailers or read any any of the news articles about the Bad Batch leading up to it. So like, I, I went you. into it and I. Um, I didn't know if they were gonna stick it like in the middle of Clone Wars. Um, but it's you know now it's kind of a. A sequel, which is cool. Yeah, I, I right. uh, <laughs> since I never really like, I, I never watched. I kind of like just kind of picked and cho- chose like what arcs I wanted to watch out of Clone Wars, and I think with the last uh, season of Clone Wars, I just kind of watched the couple, last couple episodes. Right. So this is kind of like the first time I'm actually starting off with. I, I guess I did it with Rebels, but like as far as an animated series, where I'm kind of like starting with Episode One, and I. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of buying into it. I kind of like the. I I didn't think I'd like it as much as I ended up liking it, but it was kind of a pleasant surprise. Yeah, I was in the same boat there because that's this is kind of one of this is one of those things where it was like ah, I don't know if this is really the if I had if I wanted a new animated show I don't know if this is what I would have picked. Right. Um, but I, I was definitely pleasantly surprised in the season opener. And I I also thought, uh, 
like quality wise of the animation stuff i felt it felt much more like clone wars and not like kind of you know rebels where they lowered the budget a lot um it seemed yeah, it, like they had it even has that, like the, the opening like narrator and everything for uh for the clone wars so yeah yeah that was cool yeah so i think any fan of clone wars will definitely uh get on board with this one pretty easily but okay. as someone who's like not probably like 70 percent invested into clone wars i still like appreciated this is this is this a new guy or is this guy didn't didn't that guy pass away like last year did they do you record Ooh. this before that the guy that did all the announcements for clone wars oh yeah i wonder i don't know maybe they just did the voiceover a long time ago or maybe they used like old I'm sure from, like, the previous seven or whatever seasons, there were probably, like, unused takes or something, you know what I mean? Like, they could have just done... I, yeah, I forgot about that. You sure? Huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I enjoyed it a lot so far, uh, especially, I think, for me so far, the, the premiere is, is probably still my favorite episode. Oh, yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. There's a lot of dope action sequences. It was really cool to see or like Order 66 from the clone perspective because we got to see the like Ahsoka Rex thing in, in Clone Wars and it's cool yeah. to kind of see an, another side of that. It was interesting though, so like uh uh beginning of the episode you get a, a pretty dope cameo of uh uh K- Caleb Doom, yeah, aka Kanan Jars, right? No, you, you get a lot of cool thought, cameos in this, right? Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, but <laughs> as awesome as it was, it was a little jarring for the first few seconds to hear like fifty-year-old Freddie Prince Jr. voice coming out of like fourteen-year-old. I'm glad, like, obviously, I don't think they should have had anybody else do it, but I was just like, I was like, oh, you weren't even, you didn't even go for like a. A little bit of a like teenagers, like, hey, what's up? <laughs> but it like it didn't take me out of it. I just I just thought it was kind of funny. I was like, oh damn, that's hey man, so that, pu- that, that fourteen year old has hit puberty. Yep, exactly. Hey, same thing happened to me when I was like fourteen. I went from like, being mistaken for my like sisters to like my dad and overnight. That's hilarious. And I mean, hey, you can make sense. You can argue that it makes sense. He's like out there fighting in a war. He had to mature quickly. Like, you know, I I, I buy it. But I thought that was super dope that that uh, that he was in there. And not only that he was in there, but also like on the level of if you go back to Cold War season seven, we get to see like a little hologram round table and you see him and his master at the round table and they're like going off to to this battle, which we then catch up to later in the Bad Batch, which I thought that was cool. Um, it was interesting, though, because, so, I don't know have, if y'all have read the Kanan comic. It was like a five yeah. or six issue run a couple years ago. Yeah, I remember reading the comic. I don't, and, like, I, I heard somewhere online that, like, it doesn't quite line up with how the comics go. Yeah, but. it's one of those things where it's, like, if you read it, you could sort of see how, like, you could finesse a way to where the events of the episode fit into what happened in the comic, which is also supposedly canon, and it's just like 
not addressing it. I basically what happens <laughs> in the comic is like, you know what I mean? You could kind of fudge it and like, oh yeah, it's sort of, because clearly they, they retconned yeah. it later on because they're like, oh, it would be dope if we had the Bad Batch and Kanan interact and whatever. Yeah. Basically, it plays out almost the same in the comic, except that the Bad Batch is never around or mentioned yeah. or involved in any way. So it's and just then, the fact that they're not mentioned in the comic. Is that that's yeah, exactly like they're just about. not there. It's the same planet. He's there with his master. They're there with their battalion. They turn on him. She fights him off and says for him to run all like all those beats play out the same. It's just, yeah, like I said, it, the, the bad batch is never a part of it, never mentioned or seen. And then the other thing is like in the episode, because uh, I just rewatched it and just reread the comic. Because uh, I got nothing better to do. And uh, in the episode, her battalion, her troopers have like red trim on their armor. In the episode, they changed them to be green. And I wonder if that's because like the Bad Batch is kind of like black and red with their stuff. And they maybe wanted to differentiate it or whatever. And then also you see the, the, the shock troopers show up and they're like, Coruscant Guard, what the fuck? So I, and those guys are red too. So I wonder if they... I, I'm just fucking. I, this is not that interesting, but it's just like a, a one of the few little things that we're we're different yeah, it's about. A, it there, sounds like a like, stylic distortion just to differentiate yeah. for the audience, right? But it, it doesn't mm-hmm. like none of none of what happens in the show like really majorly undoes any of the events of the comic. It just plays out kind of different. Okay, yeah, that's that's kind of what I figured. Like, anytime you go from a book to a movie to a comic to a movie like it's you're not going to have the exact same thing otherwise what's the point of having both mediums like mm-hmm. right when you can you never know it's like the bad batch technically existed in canon when the canon comic came out because i don't know if y'all ever saw um this is like years ago but yeah. it was before after clone wars had been canceled but like then disney had taken over whatever but they released these kind of like unfinished story reels of some of the episode arcs. Did you ever watch any of those where it's like half finished animation, but all the voiceover is done? Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing those. And I I also think that I, when like uh, Dave Filoni was interviewing about it, he said like this, this whole idea was all George Lucas. It was always in the, in the plans from the beginning. So. Right. I, yeah. I knew well, that I mean, was like a brand new concept. Yeah, so like that that idea, right? Like you said, it goes back to when they were working on Clone Wars together because they had this. Like you said, I've heard him kind of talk about how they had this idea of doing kind of like a. Uh, uh, you ever watch the old? It's like old World War Two movie called The Dirty Dozen. I've heard of it. Yeah. So yeah, that was like what they were kind of taking their inspiration from, or whatever is is. Uh, but yeah, so it's I don't know, man. It, I I dig it so far. It's uh, I definitely dig the aesthetic of of all the 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 bad batchers. I don't know what you call them, but uh, what is it the the ninety nines? Yeah, the ninety nine. Yeah, Clone Force ninety nine. Um, I definitely really want to get now after like being a couple episodes in and seeing the fucking black series that they've released of the bad batch i definitely now want to get all those yeah there's an empty I, spot well, on my there's shelf also, there's like a hundred dollar lego of like their uh their, their craft or like the oh no 
Oh, where the fuck is that, dude? I have, yeah. I was just sitting there thinking, like, man, I hope they make a set of that. I yeah, haven't it, seen that at and all. It all has all. I think it, it's, it's. I think it has all of them, but it's like it's gonna oh, be ninety nine dollars. I, th- I think it's getting released like in September or something. Shit, I'm behind the times on this one. Yeah, me too. I'm looking it up right now. That's yeah. I was just thinking like, cause it's been a minute. I feel yeah. like every time I go down like the Star Wars Lego aisle, not not that there's anything <laughs> bad with it, but it's like it's all like. A redo of a set we've seen a million fucking times. times of like, okay, yeah. it's another Imperial shuttle, it's another Y wing, it's another <laughs> X wing. It's like, okay, cool. Like we love those, but yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the. Uh, uh, I just comes out up, August fourth. Uh, yeah. I just picked up yesterday. I found the like the ATST from uh, from the Mandalorian. Yeah, it was I like on that. sale. It was, so I picked it up for like thirty bucks at Walmart. I was like, Fuck that's yeah, nice, fine. Yeah, my right brother now, actually. My brother sent me that last year when I was fucking sick with COVID and and just stuck at home like dying and he fucking sent me that shit in the mail. Super dope. Um, I need some red LED lights to put in it too. Ooh. <laughs> fuck yeah. Uh That's Okay, so I'm trying to look up to see what 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 the sets that are going to be coming out. Um, but yeah, I, I have enjoyed the shit out of the show so far. Fucking D Bradley Baker is like, he was already amazing, but cause there's already episodes of Clone Wars where it's just him. And he's like voicing every episode, but it's just so wild. Cause I forget so many times while watching an episode of this, that they're all the same person if that you know what i mean it's like he does such a good job of having them all be like they're all literally literally the same person in that they're clones but they're you know what i mean but they're all also voiced by the same person but it doesn't feel like it if that makes any that was not a very smart sentence but uh <laughs> oh fuck, this is dope i just yeah. found the pictures of this set fuck yeah dude that's exactly what i was hoping we were gonna get Yep, that's yeah, sick. August first. Ooh, and we're getting Moff Gideon's cruiser. Nice. Yeah, there's a. I think there's like a rumor about like a mystery character in that. And there's there's like, it's supposedly gonna be Luke Skywalker or something else. But oh yeah, I mean at this point, damn, 160 <laughs> bucks. That's gonna be a fucking big. Oh, it says oh, un- unconfirmed character, which might end up being a dark trooper. That would be interesting. Uh, yeah, it's Jesus. Dark trooper, yeah. Ultimate Collector Series ATAT for eight hundred fucking dollars is sixty-seven hundred pieces. That's wild. Well, that's not bad. <laughs> You're wild for that one, Lego. Yeah. I mean, somebody's gonna buy it. I ain't got eight hundred dollars to to drop on it, but I'll definitely pick up this fucking Bad Bad shuttle. That's pretty sick. There's a they had a name for it. They mentioned it, I think, in maybe the second episode. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but fuck yeah, that's sick. Um, uh, da, da, da. Oh, okay. So here's a question. I have kind of mixed feelings about it. Uh, but what what do you think of Omega? Omega? I know it's Omega, but she says <laughs> she she's got a New Zealand accent, so she says Omega. <laughs> oh, I mean, like it, it, I try not to think about it too much, otherwise my brain's gonna hurt of how you clone someone and they're female. But 
Yeah, so that's the thing. It's like who is she who is she a clone of, right? Yeah. Like is is she a Django clone and they've like managed to clone her and and do a female version or is it a clone of somebody else? I've seen a lot of kind of theory theorizing online people saying they think she's a force sensitive clone and what? that's like Palpatine's first attempt at what you see later on with like Grogu and Snoke and all that type of stuff. Well, I, I can I can see that maybe she's like force sensitive because there's a couple moments where like maybe she just has perspective and like notices things, but they kind I feel like they're dropping like subtle hints that she might be, but I could. It well, could go she way. tells Sharpshooter in the cell in the jail cell, she's like. She's like basically yeah. seems to be reading his mind. Yeah, she's like, I know what you're thinking, or I know how you feel, or something. Yeah. So I mean, if that's not that's that's not really that subtle. So. Right. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see because uh, clearly there's something about her that like is. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it seems like the low hanging fruit and the obvious choice for me that it would be a, a force sensitive thing, but it yeah, also there, would. There's more to it than that. Yeah, right. Because it seems like if if Palpatine knew that that was like the only successful force sensitive clone, it wouldn't be just like, oh, you're a fucking nurse's assistant at this place, and it's like it, it, it would be under like lock and key somewhere in a fucking. Like I can't imagine that he would let a value that valuable of an asset just be like hanging out on Camino un- unattended. Yeah. Yeah. That, like if if Palpatine knows about her and she's actually a force sensitive clone, I think she'd be in a much more much more under lockdown. I and mean, I'm kind of thinking if that is the right. case, then probably like the the Kaminoans are kind of hiding her from Palpatine, but. Oh, like they, maybe they, they yeah. successfully did one, but they didn't tell him because yeah, they see, know they, that like yeah, that's seem, their leverage. Because now that they're kind of seeing the full plan of the Empire, it seems like they're, yeah. like they're not quite on board with it. I could see that, or or even whether or not they're on board with it, they know that like if we just gave this over to him, we would have no leverage, and he's basically trying like they're basically trying to shut down the clone program, so yeah. they maybe can be like, hey, look, we successfully cloned a force sensitive thing. So like yeah. maybe you should keep our keep us around, keep us yeah, employed. So trying to right. uh, job security is it was up there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I, yeah, I wonder. I like that. Um, yeah, huh. yeah. I definitely don't like hate the character. I definitely I think there's some moments where I'm like, oh right, like okay, how we're doing a we're doing a dad joke moment. I'm like okay. It, there's you know there's some bits that like I like the fucking food fight in the mess hall like I thought that was funny but there I guess there's just and I understand like the the it's four kids like I get that but it seems like there is a, a pretty consistent formula for really so far every iteration of a TV show almost other than maybe like Star Wars Resistance, uh, where it's like there's a young little kid and they get involved and scooped up in a thing, right? So like 
Ahsoka in Clone Wars, Ezra in Rebels, like Baby Yoda in Mandalorian, <laughs> Omega in right, and then it's like kind of like, hey, it's the adventure of the week, but oh, we brought the kid along, and now we gotta, oh no, they're getting into hijack. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's just like I was like, oh, I I definitely had the impression earlier of like, oh, this is just gonna be like some badass motherfuckers throwing shit down and fucking up all across the fucking shit up all across the galaxy and it's like but we're also babysitting <laughs> i'm not complaining i do like i enjoy the show and i think the dynamic is good and i like the character overall mostly i'm just it seems like a pretty consistent recurring thing that's happening and like i get that it's four kids so they want to have someone that they can like relate to and like have that perspective and whatever but yeah i don't know what what, what do you think you know, I, it, you're not wrong, <laughs> but I don't know. I, obviously, with the animation, it makes sense to have, like, uh, someone the kids can relate to that can kind of follow along, and they can put little goofy jokes in there. Uh, for I mean, for Mandalorian, I feel like, yeah, there's Grogu, but he's not really a... He, I, don't see, I don't see him as, like, the protagonist. He's just kind of, like, a part of the story or kind of like part of the plot more than the actual person that's like the main focus right well and he's certainly not a protagonist anymore he's fucked off to jedi yeah, school exactly so <laughs> so let's well, i guess we'll see what uh the, the book of boba fett comes out if uh if there's another little clone running around or something but but yeah i i, I see what you're saying <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty indifferent on her. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I guess I guess what I mean is like there I hope there's a good payoff if if we're gonna like have this little like kind of tag along adventure, like I, I hope there's there and the other thing too is I don't think they've really mentioned if this is a one off or if there's gonna potentially be another season. I I feel like it's unlikely. I that's just my I'm just guessing that this is going to be the only season, but I, they haven't said, at least not, I don't know. Have, have you heard it? Anybody heard anything? I haven't. I have not. No, I, I haven't really heard much, but it, it seems like every time they say this is the final season of the Clone Wars or like this is the last thing of the, the Clone Wars, they... <laughs> yeah, right? They come back so many times. It's yeah. like fucking... Yeah, that's it's like Brett Favre when he was retiring, it's like which it's I'm, like I'm a, not, year, a yearly event. Which is definitely not a bad thing, especially if you're like a one of the it, it, the Clone Wars is like your your like favorite part of Star Wars. But I I guess like it's I've never I'm never going to be convinced that they're never going to go back to the Clone Wars as, as long as yeah as, right as long as Dave Filoni's involved. Yeah, well, yeah, no, it's just like Chris said though. You know, it's like. It's nothing bad. I enjoyed it so far quite a bit more than I expected. But if you would have asked me, hey, you get a you get a new animated show or even you get a Clone Wars spinoff show, it probably wouldn't have been in the top five or top ten things that would have crossed my mind. That being said, I've enjoyed it. And it's cool to see, you know, kind of the, the immediate transition of uh, – 
Republican Empire and and all that type of stuff. It was cool to see uh, Saw Gerrera come back. Yep. Um, as far as I could tell, it seems like it's back to the original Clone Wars voice actor, even though it was um, Forrest Whitaker that that did the voice for Rebels. Um, and I want to say for Fallen Order game, I think Forrest Whitaker also did that. Um, but yeah, that was dope. Um, it was cool to go like, yeah, I think it's one of those things where it's like, especially like Danny was saying for people who are big Clone Wars fans, it's like, there's a lot of little Easter eggs and different things or revisiting locations or whatever from previous episodes that are, are in there for the people who were big Clone Wars is their, their thing. Right. Um, but I think it's, it seems like it's, pretty accessible for people even that haven't that that aren't like yeah obsessive about clone wars yeah it's it's definitely accessible like i i i have like i check it in every friday like it's kind of like my little star wars fix of the uh of the time right now because i i guess we're not really getting anything else besides this until uh i guess december right yeah, is that's when Boba Fett comes out, yeah. right? Yeah, they and then had... yeah, Andor and Obi Wan will be after that next year, yeah. and Mando season three next year. So, yeah, I think you're right. It's really, it's d- dude. I gotta say, man, Disney Plus is fucking crushing it right now for all the like shit that I gave them when they first came out. Like between Wandavision. Fucking, uh, uh, what's the other one? Falcon, Winter Soldier, uh, Bad Batch, and I'll say it, fucking Mighty Ducks. Dude, I love like Like, every Friday for months now, they've just been fucking crushing it. And my dude, and the Mighty Ducks, I just finished the, I just watched the the last episode. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Yeah. Like, so good. Like, I didn't think it would be possible to capture that, like, the feeling they had in the original three, but it's... oh, they captured the vibe perfectly, and it's genuinely like funny too. Which yeah, I was I was surprised by, and I have to say, I knew it was going to end the way that it was going to end with the little uh, turnaround, but like the way that it happened, I was just like, you know, it's coming the whole season, and then it happens, and you're just like. The way it happened, oh, yeah. I, I, it's, it's so good. It's so good. I won't say anything else, yeah. but it's so good. Watch it. If you like yes. the Mighty Ducks at all. Yes. Like, you, you will have a smile on your face by the end of the season. Oh, if, if you So good. If you were a fan of the originals. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I got to say, the extra la- layer of, of – uh, it's Riley, right? Right? Did we decide that Riley from yeah, Larry Kenny, not Jonesy, is the fucking coach of the Mighty <laughs> Ducks, and he's such a dick, and it's so <laughs> fucking funny. Like it's my favorite thing that's ever happened. It's so good. I was really hoping. I think Danny, you said it maybe a while back that like hoping for like a, a Shorzy cameo. In- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think that was probably one one toke over the line for Disney, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think they want the kids going uh, jumping ships too too quickly to, yeah. to let her kid. Talk your balls, you tit fucker. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, oh, sorry. Give your balls a tug. I totally fucked that. Um, uh, but you've, like you said, it's established a canonical Letterkenny Mighty Ducks crossover universe. So that's that's what's important. I mean, I it's I think it's pretty much canon to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, funny. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I definitely enjoyed the shit out of especially this first episode. I kind of wish, part of me wishes that they would just make them all like double or triple length episodes and just do fewer. Um, or talking know, about just, uh, Mighty Ducks or Bad Batch Dale. Oh, yeah, sorry. I just totally switched gears <laughs> and forgot to tell you. Okay. Um, I just started talking about Bad Batch again. Um but yeah, man, I've enjoyed the fuck out of it. I uh, like I yeah. said though, with 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 all this shit though, with from all these Marvel shows and now this and the Mighty Ducks and it's like and by the time, well, I'm assuming Bad Batch will still be going by the time Loki kicks in, and it, like they pretty much have the entire year covered nonstop with new release shows and then movies interspersed in between, like. It's pretty wild, though, and and it's crazy just to think that Star Wars will be on a similar level in just a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I can like I, it's pretty much every, there's not more than like a couple more weeks in a row where I don't have something to like tune into or like wake up Friday morning or Saturday morning just like all right, what's one of the Disney Plus updates? Right. So it's it's worth the. I think they raised it a dollar, but it's only like still like six or seven bucks a month. Right. I I don't know, and I gotta say, there is there is something um, in me that does really enjoy the like weekly release. You know what I mean? Instead, like it's nice to binge stuff and just fucking run through it like crazy, but. I do. There, there is nice. There's something nice about having that weekly ritual of like, yeah. I mean, if you get bored of that, you you have every single Star Wars movie, every single Disney movie, every single like. I think they have the X Men movies on there now. It's, it's right. There's plenty of stuff if, you can uh, can get can get out of it. Right, and if like you super need to fucking binge it, you can just wait till the the shit's over, and then you know what I mean. Wait till the whole season's yeah. over, and then just fucking do it. Yeah, like, I, I think with Mighty Ducks, I, like, I don't think it was, I, I kind of kept up with it, like, when I've, like, I think I've watched the first four episodes, took a few weeks off, then watched three more episodes, and then, like, the last several weeks, I just kind of watched it every week, but. Yep, same. Oh, yeah, Disney Plus, we'll, uh, if you want to sponsor yeah, us, our, we're, we're here uh, for the you. The checks better be in the mail, Bob. <laughs> We're fucking Disney shills, bro. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I mean, I'll be a Disney shill. They'll pay me. I money's good. <laughs> and like, turns out, I like not a, not exclusively, but I massively consume their shit all the fucking time. So like, <laughs> you know, like yeah, everything they put out isn't like my favorite thing that's ever been made, but I do definitely. Especially since they own literally everything now. They own fucking ESPN. They own Marvel. They own Star Wars. They own, you know what I mean? Like, it's 
so much of the shit that I consume is is there. So, you know, we might as well bow down to our overlord. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see, like, a pie chart of how much my money ends up in Disney's pocket. But Oh, yeah, for sure. Pretty big, big piece. It's definitely slice. a big piece. Yeah. <laughs> I and, and talking about Lucasfilm specifically, I always joke, but, like, not really a joke at all, that, like, It'd be nice. It, it would it would make more sense if we could just kind of cut out the middleman and and just have my work send a portion of my paychecks directly to Lucasfilm because like this whole middleman business where like they send it to me and then like it goes to the bank and then well, it's like let's just cut out this middle step and yeah, just like, like when we you all know W2s, where it's going. Like have a certain amount withheld just for like Disney product. Like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, just yeah. like cut out this middleman shit. Yeah, I don't need my. <laughs> I don't need it to touch my bank account. Just, just no. Just write those checks to Disney. That's uh, funny. Uh, yeah. Speaking of which, I I got booked a hotel near uh, Disneyland in Anaheim for uh, next year. Fuck yeah, for May, right? Yeah, for uh, May instead of August. I guess last time we talked, uh, we were expecting celebration to be like. Over a year and a half away, and now it's only a year away. Right? Kind of... Yeah, I'm excited. I I feel like it might potentially fuck up some people's plans, and I don't know, Chris, you were saying yeah. it might fuck your plans up, huh? Yeah, there's there's only there's a there's a small chance I'll make it, but probably not in May. Yeah, it, just... it, at first I was a little nervous just because I was like kind of, like, mentally preparing to, like, set aside money for August and, like, moving up a couple months. I don't know what that means. But, like, at the end of it, I know I'm just going to shell out whatever money I have to, to to be there. So, <laughs> again, Disney take my – I guess it's not really Disney, but I'm sure they – Well, get, they'll see. They'll see enough of it. I'm sure, they'll I'm sure they get a, of it. I'm sure they get their, uh, their licensing <laughs> fee. Yeah, they get their percentages. <laughs> yeah, I think I think conventions next year are going to be insane and crowded. Yeah. Everyone's going to be ready to go. Oh, dude, yeah, no kidding. Uh, Portland <laughs> says that Rose City Comic Con is supposedly happening in September. No, oh, nice, cool. September, huh? I guess don't have any travel plans the rest of this year, so maybe. Hey man, you got a you got a place to stay if you want to come down. I'm gonna go. It should be fun. Uh, they've already started announcing some of the guests and stuff, so it's been a pretty fucking good time. Um, it's actually the first convention I ever went to. Uh, I think the first year I lived here, Chris came down for it and and took me, and I was just like, "Holy shit! Why? What have I been doing with my life?" By not going to conventions, I felt so stupid. And then a couple months later is when we went to Celebration for the first time. Uh, when we met in yeah. in uh, Florida, which is fucking crazy because that was four years ago. I know. I, I keep getting those, like, memories and it's like, oh, wow. That... <laughs> Remember when we could do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh... I know, I'm headed to in October. I think I'm headed to Disneyland, so I'll be able to check out Ooh. the new Fuck yeah. Star Is Wars that, area. Are you going into in California or or yeah. Florida or what? Or, yeah, I'm going going to California. 
Is that the land and the other one's the world? Land. I don't yeah, really yeah. know this. Is that it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Out, out east we have Disney World. I got you. But it's still it's still nowhere near me, but <laughs> Yeah, fuck, that'll be fun. Yeah, I definitely want to go there, but to me it's like it's gonna end it's I feel like it's gotta be a separate trip from uh celebration because a when i'm there for celebration in anaheim my that's gonna be obviously my main focus and b i also figure when you have an extra 50 60 whatever plus thousand fucking star wars fans around that's (laughs) gonna already make it an extra difficult weekend to try to you know what i mean it's like yeah it's it's gonna be crowded yeah, well, it's like when we were, yeah, when we were in Orlando and I had this fun. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go to Harry Potter World for one of the day. It's like, no, you're not. You don't have any fucking free time. It's a you're at, you're spending because you don't want to miss out time on the convention. You know what I mean? And so yeah. then it's like, well, am I gonna take a whole day and go do this other? But it's like, yeah. So I think I'm gonna eventually just end up taking a separate trip to Anaheim uh, or. I don't know. I'm probably there just because I don't want to go to Florida if I don't have to. Um, Wise <laughs> <laughs> choice. Uh, but uh, not that California is that much better. But um, uh, yeah, so probably gonna end up doing those on separate trips, just like financially and like logistically and whatever. Because I definitely really want to go to. Star Wars land. What do they call it? Galaxy's Edge? Right, that's what they're still calling it. Are, are they pretty mm. much like equivalent as far as the, the two different parks? Like, is there anything that one has that the other doesn't, or is it just pretty much? I think everything's pretty much the same. I think the one in Florida might have a little more space. Gotcha. But I think as far as like the attractions and rides and kind of that kind of stuff is all pretty much the same. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. Like, yeah, they've they've tried pretty hard to make them as as similar as possible. Gotcha. Yeah, that's something I definitely on the uh, the list of things once uh, whenever I have the excess money, I guess. Right. Well, uh, yeah, I don't really know what my brother's deal is, and since he he wasn't able to get back on, I'll I'll have to wait and ask him and find out. I don't know if he's gonna think he's gonna be able to go or not. I'm unless something real fucky happens, I'm gonna go <laughs> for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, you never know, right? It's hard to. Yeah, I, I, the last I, couple I, years, yeah, it's hard to plan shit really. Yeah, exactly. I, I literally booked so. a hotel just because I wanted to make sure I have that to back up on, just in case like it all yeah, fills exactly. up. Exactly. But like, I don't have to pay until I get there. I don't have a plane ticket. Right. I, don't, I don't have a ticket to the actual convention. But it, it's kind of nice. So last to... time, I can't remember if you got yours this way too. Last time or not? But last time I ended up getting mine um, just from a bunch of. Uh, uh, following some different Facebook celebration groups, and there was a lot of people looking to resell a ticket here, a ticket there, and I gotta imagine that with COVID and them switching the dates, that there's gonna be a fair amount of people who who like yeah. already purchased them and can't go now and are gonna be selling them. So, 
Yeah, there, there has to be. Cause I remember, like, I when we the they had the ticket announcement for the first uh, the first wave when they sold them for when they was going to be in twenty twenty. Like, I I checked my phone. I got like the update that like oh, tickets are on sale at like eight o'clock in the morning. And I was like, all right, I'll just go on my lunch break. And by my lunch break, it was already sold out. For right the, for like the four day passes. So I'm hoping they uh, open up a resale or find some way, but otherwise, I, I, you said there was no issue, like, it was pretty easy for you to find, like, a uh, secondhand pass, right? Oh, yeah, it was, it was, like, ridiculously easy, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it'll probably be an issue, especially the fact that we have a whole year to find them, like, that, yeah. finding a pass on there was, was not really difficult, you know, I, I, it was more like, just being quick enough to message so you know what i mean because sometimes somebody would post something and some other people would like snatch yeah. it up and message them real quick or whatever but if you follow those pages and it literally just took like uh a couple of days because i think i can't remember it was like johnny or somebody i had talked to and they were like you know they thought they maybe had an extra ticket to to sell me or whatever and then it didn't end up being uh being the case and then he's like oh here go on this group and within like two or three days of following that page i was able to find one cool yeah that's uh that'd be nice i mean i i, I miss here seeing like all the uh star wars kind of like the people like i normally only see at like conventions i don't that'll be nice to uh that it nice to kind of catch up with them and hear what they're doing and what their plans are. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, by the time that convention happens, it will have been three years since the last celebration. Yeah, so... That's, which that's... is crazy to think about. Yep. Yeah. So, Fuck. whatever they I'm do, excited. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At first, I was like, oh, they, they can't, since there's no really like major Star Wars movies coming out anymore. Maybe like there won't be as much demand, but like now it's it's gonna be insane. Yeah, right. I mean, with the amount of shows that are in production yeah. alone, much less a couple of movies that are, you know, at the very least, the Rogue Squadron movie, right, and like couple you know the other supposedly like ryan johnson movies supposedly still in production like the taika watiti movie is coming eventually you know what i mean so like in a year from now i would guess that some of that stuff there'd be be something to show for yeah like i i, I can't even begin to speculate on like what how, what changed i'm sure stuff got shifted between like disney plus and what's going to be in theaters but it's It'll be nice just to kind of like see Star Wars news again, right? And be part of like I, they they're, they've got a a year to build up for it, so I'm sure pretty sure it's gonna be pretty special. Fuck yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. Even though it's a year away, it seems like a long time, but it'll sneak up on us quicker than we think. Yep. That's actually why I booked the ticket, just because it was, like, because it was exactly your way. That's, like, the, I use, like, the kayak app, and, like, that's that's how far out you can go to book a hotel. So, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to book it. Right. 
Fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm itching to do a convention, man. I uh, I think, like I said, I think very likely Rose City Comic Con is gonna be the first one. Just because I don't think it's too likely that I'll I'll be trying. I don't know, Chris. Do you know if the Seattle one's gonna happen? Um, the so well, Seattle Comic Con I think is usually in the beginning of the year, so like already would have happened. Oh, that's happened. right, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Emeralds, uh, Emerald City Comic Con. It's right. Um, but no, I don't know. I went so I, I went to Vegas like two weekends ago, and like people are ready. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ready, bro. People are ready to fucking go everywhere. I went to the fucking uh, Blazers Nuggets playoff game on a Saturday. Oh, yeah, I saw that. People are fucking ready to fucking <laughs> go, man. Like especially in Portland. Like Portland's had a rough fucking year, and People are just so over it and just so ready to fucking, like, tie one on and, and fucking tear shit down, like, just yeah. party like like it's 1999. <laughs> yeah, it was not, you know what, you know, I got my, I got both my vaccine shots done, I'm ready to go, did my part. Oh, yeah, yep, <laughs> I got, I got double stabbed, I, dude, I got fucked up, I would take a sick day after both times, it, it fucked my yeah. shit up. Sam, fucking wrecked. But yeah, I got a, I get the second one this week. So, but oh, nice, nice. But, yeah, I know uh, plenty of people who had no reaction. They're like, "Yep, I felt fine. Never felt." The, you know what I mean? I but mean, the like, first one, I, like, I, I took a nap afterwards, but I was pretty much okay with that. After that, it just felt like someone hit like my arm with a baseball bat. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. The, the second one, I straight up felt like I had the flu. Like, yeah, it, with in combination with the whole like knife in the arm thing. But yeah, uh, yeah, it was only like maybe for twenty four hours or so. All right, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, from, from a guy <laughs> I worked with, he's like, "It's so much. It's worth it to take that twenty four hours of feeling like shit over actually getting it." <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> no fucking shit yeah yeah easy trade yep. yeah for sure well shit uh i was i think all all the all the brain thoughts i had oh uh you know what was interesting uh i don't know if you saw the dave filoni thing um like that he like sort of got a promotion but maybe already oh, yeah. had that job for a while, yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of unclear to me because there was a thing that was like, oh, he got this thing and he's a new position executive, whatever, on their website. And then they're like, yeah, no, he's actually had that job for like six months or whatever. <laughs> Just updating yeah. the website. <laughs> right, yeah. So, but I mean, hey, man, it's fucking fine by me. I, I've, I feel like we've talked about it many times, but I've always felt like if Star Wars gets like a, Equivalent to Kevin Feige, it, it should be it should be that man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, if it's like a sports team, like you sign that guy to like a ten year contract or whatever. I don't, I don't. Fuck yeah. He just he knows he's the. I mean, he is the Padawan of the master. I could yeah. listen to him fucking talk about Star Wars for endless hours. I feel like I think I sent it to you before, but like um, it was a clip cut from the like behind the scene, like the Mandalorian behind the scenes where it's like them sitting around doing a round table. 
and he he has this whole like little speech where he talks about Qui Gon and and Anakin and the duel of the fates and like how that yeah. like yeah. He, he's just so fucking smart and articulate and good at talking about Star Wars. It's amazing. Yeah, like it, it completely changes how you think about the Phantom Menace, and you're like, oh, this guy gets it better than like anyone probably on the planet besides Lucas, yeah. but exactly. I feel like on some weird level, he almost understands what George Lucas is saying and doing on his brain. A, yeah. He almost understands it more than George Lucas does sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe not understands it more, but is, is better. I think maybe at articulating yes. it to the, like in, yeah. in a, in a, interview type of format because george lucas is just like if you don't get what i'm doing then you're an idiot yeah he i mean like i don't have time to explain it <laughs> like his public uh speaking skills aren't, aren't the greatest towards mr lucas but i think but. george lucas is also understandably pretty jaded with the public he's like yeah. i tried to explain what the fuck i was doing and you guys hated it and now you love what you hated 20 years ago Apparently, and everyone thinks the yeah, I think are it's, awesome it, now. Yeah. And blah, bring George Lucas back, and blah 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 blah. It's like, yeah, I guess at this you know at this mean? point, it is in his career. Like he, he just doesn't feel like he has no need to to bother. Like, yeah, but I think he's had an abusive relationship with the general public. Yeah, where like he, he they were the abuser. Yeah. So I, don't, I don't blame him for being that being a crotchety old fuck. I mean, I'm a crotchety old fuck, and I'm only thirty. I mean, like think think about how many Star Wars fans hate other Star Wars fans just because they don't agree of of one little thing. Imagine right. that times like, however, like by, by billions, basically. Right. So, but yeah, Dave Dave Filoni is a fucking man. Yep. So good on him, whether it was a pay raise, whether he's actually getting to do more stuff. Right. I mean, at least hopefully just like having him be a little more in charge of kind of some overall general story decisions. And like, I feel like the story group is fine, but it's probably good to have somebody who has some like executive authority to just be like, Hey, here's what it is. And then like have the story group work within that prep. But you know what I mean? Like, I feel like you have to have one person that has a vision. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's from Pittsburgh too. So yeah, he's a big fucking pens fan, yeah. right? Yep. Is there a series over? I what did they win? I, I wasn't paying no, attention. No, we uh, they, oh they lost. We lost to the Islanders because that's what yeah. we do the, with the Islanders. That's a bummer. Yep, I was kind of excited for like the hockey to be back and like watch all the games and. Eh. Hey Not man, so <laughs> I'm 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 like you know I'm a casual Ducks fan, obviously because of like since the '90s because of the Mighty Ducks, and it's fucking brutal. Like they're they they didn't even come close to their bo- bottom of the barrel. So now, now do you think like uh, with the the Seattle Kraken coming out next year, the Portland people in Portland will uh, jump on board with the Seattle team, or is there kind of like a uh... Portland hates Seattle when it comes to sports. Like there's some people down here that are Seahawks fans because there's no NFL team, 
but I think it, a lot of it really d- comes from like the, the timber sounders rivalry. Like there's a lot of animosity there. Uh, and yeah, I just, I don't know. I wonder about the Kraken. Like I've already seen, uh, some, some, uh, graffiti of the Kraken logo around Portland just in the last couple of weeks. So I wonder, mm. um, I'm, I'm going to take the, the Kraken opportunity to kind of dip my toes. Yeah, it's a dope the, logo. It's a dope yeah. mascot. Like, I dig it. But, yeah, it's, uh, like I said, I, I think that people who are, like, local to here maybe won't, or some of them won't. But, I mean, fuck, man, it's cl- nice to have an NHL team that close. Yeah, no, I'm a, to, I'm, a, I'm a huge hockey fan, and, like, it, it's kind of cool to see it go to, uh, like, I – I don't get how a place that's so close to Canada doesn't have a hockey team already, but right. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's definitely a lot of people here that are hockey fans, and like, uh, I think they're called the the Winter Hawks or something like that. There's like yeah. a semi-pro team here um, that has a pretty pretty big following, but yeah. Portland is campaigning super hard to get Major League Baseball for like the last decade or so. So I think that's probably way more likely to happen gotcha. anytime soon than a. I, I mean, it'd be nice. I would rather have them get a fucking hockey team than yeah. a baseball team, but. Yeah, I mean, like it just seems like that. Kind of part of the. I, I never understood why hockey wasn't bigger in that region, but. I guess it. I mean, is, it's, it, the funny thing is, like, it is on like a local level, like okay. when it comes to like high schools and like semi-pro whatever it's just like there just isn't that like pro element yeah it's but just the, the pro like, market is hard because i mean like like florida has three teams or two right do they yeah which is two, wild two to teams me, but, but still like it i don't know i uh i want to get to a a, a golden knights game just because uh they have our, our goalie but <laughs> in vegas yeah, Fuck, yeah. Hey, when man, i was in vegas they were uh there, there was a, there was a Golden Knights game going on, and those those people go fucking. Oh yeah, they were insane. That's the thing. Like the, the crowd just looked like it looks nuts. I, oh, I wish dude, I could yeah. have gone to it, but there's just like people on the strip, like, and there's on every TV, like when you're in the casinos, like, and people are just going crazy. Yeah. It's cool. Oh. Well, it's uh, to wrap up this episode of uh, our uh, hockey <laughs> podcast. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, All Snooks. Uh, we got hockey, got some Disney, and a little bit of Star Wars. There you go. Hall and Puck. <laughs> hockey and Snooks. Hockey and, yeah. We we do have we're starting to have like a sports segment every episode because like the last episode yeah, we recorded an intentional like sports segment. We're on the Super Bowl. <laughs> our new feature. Yeah. Well, just throw it out there. Then you know Chelsea won the Champions League. So. Oh uh, yeah. Well, hey, like I was saying, you know, Chris, like I said yesterday, the, you've won the Champions League twice, and both times it was when you fired your manager in the middle of the season. So clearly all you have to do is just keep firing your manager in the middle of the season every year and you'll every keep year? winning yeah. the Champions League every year. It's a fucking tried and true strategy. <laughs> it's funny. That that happens with the Penguins all the time too. Like the, the last two times we fired our coach, we went on to win the Stanley Cup like mid-season. <laughs> 
It's, I mean, it's a strategy. <laughs> yeah. it's bold strategy. <laughs> bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it plays out for him. Hey, Liverpool oh, made, uh, made Champions League miraculously this season. I don't know how. We got that word down now. <laughs> yeah, like, you're, you're floating around like sixth or seventh for a minute and then pulled yeah. it out, especially after the year that they had last year. That was a bit of a drop-off. But yeah. you can't really say shit because Arsenal was like in 10th or 9th most of the season. So, like, the fact that I think we ended up in 8th, was like, whoo, nice. Like, we had to win the last five games of the season in a row to get into eight. Yeah, so. we, we went on, a, like, a run of, like, the last ten games. I, I thought we were, like, might even drop outside the top ten, but we pulled it together. And, I, I mean, like, our, our, our whole, like, defensive backfield was... Dude, yeah, Van Dyke tore his fucking ACL in, like, the first month of the season. Yeah, so... That's, that's uh... It's a big forehead to lose. Yeah, fuck, dude. It's a that's a large human. Yeah. But anyways, uh, and also the amount of goals he fucking puts in, like you said, with this. Forehead. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking both ends of the field. It's like he's just a big dude to to kind of own whoever else is around him. Right. Well, anyway, to wrap up this episode of our <laughs> Premier League podcast, uh, <laughs> uh, unintentional sticks. sports segment strikes again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. No, it's, it's good to, good to hear from everybody, and hopefully, uh, we'll get get Will on here and have an episode sooner rather than yeah. Uh, like when another... he's done living off in the fucking woods, digging yep. up bones and such. Yep. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, good talking to you. We'll uh, right. we'll uh, we'll we'll talk to you. Talk to you. Play it us.